Yo, what's good? It's Chan, man. Back in the house. House of Barf. What's poppin'? Um, let me see. Today. What's today? Uh, <clears throat> today is May 16th, approximately 7.50 a.m. Uh, getting started early. Uh, uh, did... Did a little bit of look at the podcast I did last night uh, about gamification uh, and learned something. Um, Whenever I did a podcast that was 30 minutes or less or around 30 minutes, uh, it got two spins. So I have two episodes, uh, the the bond and the default or whatever, and, um, and gamification. Which gamification last night, I mean, I did it at the end of my day. It was like, um, ran all, you know, you know, uh, ran all the errands and everything, uh, did what I was supposed to do. Um, uh, I did the podcast early in the morning, uh, was laying down watching TV. Uh, it just happened that, uh, the house was quiet. Uh, so I was like, Here, let me just get up real quick and try to squeeze one more in. So I did it real quick. It wasn't even like, you know, it, it wasn't backed by anything like the U.S. dollar. <laughs> so, yeah, you're getting it. You're getting it. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, 30, 30 minutes. I, I can't remember. Approximately about 30 minutes. Wake up this morning, uh, take a look at it, two spins. And I'm like, damn, I did that late last night. So... Two things, I don't know if it matters about the time, but maybe if I do mines later, which I would love to do mines later, but later in my evenings is when everything is jam-packed, like, you know, uh, people running around, uh, people, you know, drinking and whatnot and talking and everything. Not so much right now, uh, you know, with interactions with people. Mainly my main interactions are with my children right now, but um, so... What I will try to do, uh, just moving forward for just a little bit, it may even be better for me, so I don't feel like I have to go too far in the depth of these conversations, because that's not really the point of House of Barf. kind of want to keep these conversations basic, uh, and, and, and for one reason, keep them basic, because I'm trying to reach a certain market, a certain segment of people who enjoy, uh, you know what I'm saying, trap, hip-hop, R&B, a little bit of pop, too. I'll throw some pop in there. Um uh, but also want to enjoy a little bit of conversation about uh, business and finance, but very possible because last night, I mean, gamification, I like I, seriously to an extent, I did that with my eyes closed. And, uh, I mean, as soon as I finished, I even said that I was going to turn on beef beef probably played for 10 minutes. I don't even think I got past a couple scenes. Let me see. I didn't get oh, I I didn't even get past a couple scenes, and um, passed out. So I really did gamification. Um, no offense, with uh, and, I, and that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to produce quality that, in my personal opinion, uh, like that. But it got two spins. So some I learned. I'm gonna try to keep this shit down to about thirty minutes. Um, see how that goes. See if I can start getting two or three friends. Uh, cause uh, the, on the other thing is on the episodes an hour and longer, they've only gotten one spin. So, uh, gonna work on that. Um, 
have a, no idea what I'm going to talk about today, uh, but just hop in there, shit. You know what? If nobody, you know, this is one thing. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Okay, let me take a quick break. Um, and uh, uh, the. Okay, we'll take a quick break. This is Chairman House of Barf. All right, all right. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided that they were going to come back. Chill with your man at the House of Barf. So, things that really upset me uh, in business. Um, I had to calm myself down a little bit because I was about to go on a on a little spat. Um, or I hear some people say spill. Um, so, I had to calm myself down a little bit. Um, something that really bothers me in business is um, the consumer's knowledge uh so i'm a very quality person um and i know some people may disagree with that they may be like challenging you're not quality you know what i'm saying uh how how are you gonna say you're quality you don't even take care of yourself you know uh and and uh to those to those individuals um you know fuck you it's like, no, nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Bite me. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's that's not how I feel about the individuals. So to those individuals, it's true. Uh, I don't take the best care of myself. Um, uh, I, I do eat, uh, you know, uh, probably larger portions than I should eat and uh, don't exercise as much as I should exercise and... Um, probably drink, uh, more than I should drink. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably got more liquor in me than the, than the, uh, distillery. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it, you know, it is, it's true. It's true. Uh, you know, how can you be a quality person? You, you don't, uh, you know, respect yourself, take care of yourself. But I mean, business, um, you know, I take care of myself. You know what I'm saying? In business, uh, see, I may not need, you know, a lot, but um, when when I do create my business, um, I feel like I'm a person, even though I don't have a business right now, I don't have an LLC or nothing. Uh, real quick, while we discuss that, real brief, uh, real briefly, uh, different, um, and we're not going to go into all the details of uh of uh all the details of all these different business types but different uh types of businesses uh business uh what is it registrations uh yeah so you know of course you know your uh different forms of business uh what are the four types of business forms okay so essentially there's only four uh sole proprietorship partnership corporation and escort um Hey, excuse me. Uh, this is IRS.gov. Um, uh, a, a limited uh, something just popped up about Ice Spice and her mom. Um, a limited liability company LLC is a sh- business structure allowed by a statute. I'm sorry, allowed by a state statute. All right. Uh, last thing: legal and tax considerations. Enter into selecting a business structure. 
Okay, so you want to hop into a business. Um, those are basically the four business structures right now. Uh, just off the top of the dome, just looking at irs.gov. Um, so again, I'm a quality person. Uh, um, I could I could understand how some other people uh, would disagree. You know, some people say, well, if I, if I can't trust you with the small things, how am I going to trust you with the big things? You know, if um, I've always kind of felt like that about myself, you know, like the last role I was in, I felt like I felt like it was a little basic. I mean, it was amazing. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I was getting different cases that you know regularly, but um, felt like it was a little basic. And I'm kind of like, hey, what if you put me in another role that is like higher? Let me see if I do better. Because one thing is on the lower, you know, bottom of the totem pole. I mean, you do a lot of like everything. You know, you do a lot of everything, whether you realize it or it's recognized or not. And then I'm not sure, but I'm like, yo, if I could actually do this role without having to do so much, like, for lack of better words, grunt work, it's very possible I would succeed, you know, but according to people, uh, my grammar is horrible, uh, shit. I'm applying for jobs right now, uh, so I, I don't want them to get a hold of this, uh, but uh, written verbal communication is not up to par. Uh, probably can write a really good email right about now. Uh, but as far as writing, like, so I would write cases up, you know what I'm saying? And, and these cases, you know, it's not that they're long or whatever. They're detailed, you know, they, they, they require a lot of information, but it's a lot of chewing on me, spinning on the bones. Um, I don't even know how I got on that topic. Uh, but being a quality person, uh, again, I can understand how some individuals would say, well, chairman, you don't take a, you don't even take a, a second to take care of yourself. You know, I haven't had a haircut probably in about two weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, the 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 um, the drinking. Uh, yeah. So I completely, you know, went. You know, even the doctor said something. You know, the other day talking about uh, uh, checking my blood alcohol levels or content. And uh, said there was no blood, you know. So um, I completely understand how some individuals could say, um, you know, how could you have high quality uh, in your business, but you don't have high quality in yourself? Oh, yeah. What I was saying about my my uh, career, um, you know, how can you take on more, you know, because yourself is yourself. It's my micro. But let's say that now you're going macro where you're actually affecting the masses, uh, whether it's local, uh, your town, uh, city, region, um, you know, and so on. Um, but I feel like a person uh, like myself uh, sometimes does better in a, a larger role that doesn't really require. Because, I mean, seriously, I mean, seriously, I know everybody say grind, 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 grind. Grind all the time. No sleep. No sleep. I get it. I get it. I got it. It's good. It's great. I mean, the the best say it. You know, uh, don't smoke weed. Don't drink liquor. You know, um, it's cheaper to keep her. Uh, so there's just various things that uh, 
these people who say, and they're superstars. I mean, if we could look at a few of the people who would say it, um, uh, I can't find it, but, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure uh, Shaquille O'Neal, um, Steve Harvey, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Trevor Noah, um, you know, uh, whoever else. I'm pretty sure they would say, uh, uh, I can't think of anybody else. Um, you know, major people. Um, probably say, you know, no sleep, work hard. Uh, Jason Tatum. Um, uh, I got that and it's good. Uh, but sometimes I feel like myself, uh, yo, all right. You you know, you got to come to terms. I'm lazy. I'm sleepy. Um, I wake up at random times. I mean, even now, you know, right now with being, uh, unoccupied, um, you know, I, I, I I'll take a two o'clock nap, you know what I'm saying? Uh, wake up, uh, uh, I wouldn't be able to take a two o'clock nap, but, uh, let me think if I I fell asleep, ah, see, whether you believe it or not, even when you're out of work, uh, your schedule is still jacked up. Uh, so let's say I took a two thirty nap or about two forty nap, because that's about the time I could probably take a nap. Yeah, I'd stay asleep till five six p.m. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then uh, wake up at six p.m. Oh, I totally forgot. I got to keep these episodes short. Um, uh, for the spins uh, when I did the analytics. Um, I tell you, even when you're unoccupied, you still got a bunch of shit on your mind. Uh, okay. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, wait, 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 wait. It's going about 10 minutes. So if I just do like two or three 10 minutes, then, uh, so I should do about two and then I got the music. So yeah, let's get this figured out. This is Chan Man House of Barf. All right, all right. Thank you to anybody and everybody uh, who decided to come back to this House of Barf. CNBC.com. This year and last this year is about petroleum. Is also the understands that despite the fact that Russia Amos Hutchison, uh, White House Energy Advisor, and the, the remarkable sanctions, the price cap has allowed us to keep Russian products on the market, so supply is there, while restricting the revenue. And we've chosen to have that kind of approach that will stabilize yeah. the markets for the global economy so that we're not rewarding Putin. Even though, it, 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 as I said, and I'm not saying it's serendipity, but it, it, it ended up working out. But that's not going to keep Republicans from saying uh, we need some oversight on how the SPR is managed. They're still going to complain that, you know, it was arbitrary. It, it, you are able to sell high buy low. That may end up being the result. All right. All right. All right. Gonna, uh, I'm going to cut it off right there. Okay. Um, quality and... Big things, small things. Okay, so uh, in business, something that uh, we need to talk about is employment. Um, this is more so an HR issue, but we're just going to talk about business, uh, employment, employer, E E E R relationship. Um, okay, so we'll talk about that um, later. 
I know that's what I was talking about, quality um, in your presentation, in yourself, as well as your business. See, I would be the person who would own a company, let's just say a high-end designer, Dior, Versace or something, and then somebody pull up on me uh, while I'm chilling, walking from my um, bakery or, um, you know, I don't know, and they run into me. And they'd be like, you're the owner of such and such, you know, whatever high end top tier quality company. And, you know, gut would be hanging all out, butt would be all flat, um, just beard all shaggy, you know, and it'd be like, uh, you know, leave me alone, leave me alone. You know, <laughs> I'd probably have some small SUV, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just, just silver something that you know doesn't stand out um you know just regular you know what i'm saying they even you know just chilling um and it'd be like there's no way this guy could be the owner you know he, he looks five minutes away from homelessness or he is homeless or you know um yeah my 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 cardboard box is a. Uh, is under the uh, Woodrow Wilson. Uh, come, come see me sometime. Um, yo, so that's something that I would have to work on personally, which I'm not sure. Like, I'm okay with boxer shorts and baggy t-shirts. Um, I'm not okay with my shape. Uh, I it's something that I do got to work on. Uh, but quality in my business. Okay, so. As a business owner, uh, you want to um, you want to be able to uh, provide all of the hours and time and effort, uh, years and years. I can only imagine for people who have been doing something for hundreds of years and they deem their shit the best, and it is the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not no bullshit where you're just like, oh, y'all been doing this for a hundred years. Y'all should probably quit. You know, um, it's they've been doing this shit for a hundred years. Even those people, you know, it's like, yo, stick to it. Stick to it. Because, like, things go in cycles. You know what I'm saying? Uh, here, real quick, uh, while we say that, the, the cycles of business, you know, um, da, 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 da. we're going to go over the cycles of of business real quick. I know. Uh, okay. Understanding business cycles. Okay. So, um, so that's what I mean to these people that are like, oh man, you've been doing that for a long time and the quality is still kind of basic and eh, fuck it. It's all good. Um, so if I'm reading this correctly, uh, the investment in industry typically refers to four phases of the cycle. Okay. So we're doing four, four so far. And it's four minutes that I've been talking about uh, the uh, four business types, the uh, four business cycles. Uh, and now it's going on about five minutes. But a second ago, it was uh, it was four minutes. So let's go. Uh, the four phases of the cycle recovery, expansion, slowdown and contradiction. Oh, I'm sorry. I read that completely wrong. Uh, uh, the investment industry typically refers to four phases of the cycle. Recovery, expansion, slowdown, and contradiction with the peak output out occurring during the slowdown phase and the trial 
in output occurring in the recovery phase. Okay, so um, that was the CFAinstitute.org. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and take a quick look at this curve. Okay, um, the six different strategies of business. Okay, so who is this? This is somebody else. But they got a graph. Uh, so I'm just looking at this graph right now. Uh, so we have the expansion um, where, you know, it's going up. Then you have your peak. Okay, so every everything, everybody, everything, and this is just based off studies. That, you know, we can look up the statistics later, and that's another topic: statistics. Uh, we got to go over statistics. Um, okay, uh, I'm always a little hesitant to say that word. Uh, this movie is in my head. Uh, Fun with Dick and Jane. Um, so the expansion goes up. Um, and then it reaches its peak. Okay. So then this is according to this graph. Uh, what is this? I can't even, I don't know who did this graph. Uh, I wanted to see if a Institute has, sorry. I wonder the, uh, CFA Institute has a graph, but screw it. Okay. So here's the expansion. Uh, this is corporate finance Institute.com. Uh, and then it hits a peak, and then it hits a recession, a depression, a trial, recovery. Okay. And then there's another one. Uh, there's another curve. Uh, oh, uh, just briefly, this is business. Um, let me see. Uh, so that was the cycles of business. But then in the cycles, there's this, uh, like, opti optimization uh, curve or something like that. Or optimization is on this curve. Optimization. What curve is this on? What curve is fitting optimization? I can't remember what curve. But in the business, um, on those four cycles, um, there's another curve. Let me just type in S curve. Because uh, I'm not sure if that's what I'm looking for. Uh, S curve. Uh, let me see. What's the S curve? Uh, give me just one second while I look at this uh, S curve. Okay, so these are just okay. So <clears throat> what I'm trying to say is, and I'm gonna look at this. I'm gonna uh, write that down. S curve. Now we're going on to S's uh, statistics. S curves. Okay, so. Uh, okay, we're going to skip the S-curve because, again, we got to keep these episodes short. Uh, real quick, uh, the Dow Jones. Uh, oh, crap. I'm trying to go back to it. What are you talking about? Standing by at the CME in Chicago. Rick, the numbers, sir. Yes, thank you. Good morning, Andrew. Uh, the advanced read on retail sales for April hitting the wire, expecting up eight tens. It's about 8.31 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Retail sales have been negative the last two months. We turn it positive up four tenths of one percent. It's about half what we we're looking for, but it, it still is the first positive number since January. And in this case, that was up 2.8 percent in January. That's your comp. If you strip out auto sales, 
you get up 410, so it didn't really change the dynamic, and that actually is exactly as expected. In the rear CNBC. We have down four tenths, and of course, it's been negative for two months running. And if we consider, uh, so up 1.9 was January, that's your comp on that. Now, X Autos and gas station sales up six tenths, triple what we were looking for. And if we look at retail sales control group, which gets plugged into higher up the food chain economic. It's also up nearly double the up 0.4 expected. It ends up at up 7 tenths of 1%. That follows up 4 tenths. And once again, January was up 1.7. That's our positive comp the last time these numbers were positive. Interest rates have moved up markedly on that better than expected retail sales. We moved from under uh, 4% to, uh, to over 4% on a two-year note yield. And we're now above three and a half percent 351 on a 10-year note yield that mm, is now nice. up nearly two basis points the big news yesterday in the auction was one month bills a historic high at 5.56 percent debt ceiling issues but then again fed funds are over five percent your three-month bill went off at 506 your uh, uh six-month bill went off just under five percent at 498 we want to pay particularly close attention that okay okay yeah that sounds like some great news retail sales are up uh i would say prom uh graduations uh celebrations cookouts uh but i believe he said that was from january auto sales are up um uh uh i have to look into why the auto sales were up i can uh auto sales auto sales people um are buying uh they're not buying are newer vehicles cheaper than used vehicles uh maybe something like that all right and all that stuff about the treasury bills and all that i'm not an expert on that that's uh fixed income bills or uh government bills or something like that i'd have to look into those uh, before i talk much more about those uh again i'm going on about uh about 11 minutes here um Again, we haven't even got to kind of what pisses me off in business, but just more so, uh, you know, being a quality individual. And uh, we'll go into quality in business real quick. If I don't keep this episode around 30 minutes, so what? Screw it. You know what I'm saying? Failed. 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 Uh, screw it. Uh, fell again. Um, I, I think there's an old Japanese uh, saying, fall down seven times, get up eight or something. I'm not sure if it's Japanese, but I believe it is. Um uh, we'll look at that quote later. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. This is Chairman House of Barf. Yo, 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 what's good? This is Chairman House of Barf. Thanks for anybody and thanks to anybody and everybody who decided to come back. Jason, I'm just trying Lynn to Hubbard, Treasury Yields, CNBC, approximately 8.39 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So on the one hand, let's say we get rid of it. So there's never a debt ceiling that needs to be raised. If Congress spends money, we're going we're gonna to cover it without a debt ceiling raise. I guess that's one option. Would that be a bad option? Because the other option is if we do have a debt ceiling, the reason it's there is so we take a step back and, and at that point say, in the future... All right. All right. Um, so, basically going over quality and customers. And... We went over the business cycles. Um, uh, I think there was, uh, what was it, four phases or something. Um, 
went over those. Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, in business, uh, what I want to ask is, um, business uh, options versus value. Like, let me say options versus quality. You know, because there's there's something in business that really bothers me, like it really bothers me, and it's the it's it's consumers. Uh, you know, I want to talk about. Uh, we're gonna go to Google Scholar on this one because I really don't want to be rude. I'm really trying to not be rude. Um, consumers, I I love. No offense. High quality individuals, not, not saying the ones that are, you know, drip, you know, drip down, bust down, baby. That too, that too. Um, but they know their quality. You know what I'm saying? Like, not even just quality, you know, it's just good quality. The material, uh, uh, whatever it is, um, uh I don't care. Even if they created an investment portfolio, just good quality stuff. Um, really appreciate that stuff. So what I'm going to Google Scholar for, it's a consumer um, buying behavior. That's what I'll look at. Because this is very odd to me in business. Consumers, for lack of better words, Consumers are very, very intriguing to me. You, for example, as a business owner, you get stuck in this stupid spot where you create high quality service, high quality goods. You create it at an inexpensive price, not inexpensive, but maybe market price, you know, maybe market price plus a plus a markup. If such and such is doing it for this much and they a bum and they getting this much and I'm not saying I'm, you know, top tier, uh, you know, I, I provide great quality, but top tier, you may be top tier and don't even know it. You know how many times there's uh, people out there who uh, just do it because they know how to do it, whether it's their work quality or whether it's their uh, product or service and they don't even know it. They're top tier. You know what I'm saying? But you know, uh, they only, they, they just, they, you know, they're just like, oh man, I would feel bad for charging anybody for this or something or getting paid to do this. This is, this is my mom did it. My, my grandma did it. My great grandma did it. Uh, yeah, this is just something I just know how to do. Um, so you get to this point where you, um, you hit this point as a business owner or somewhere around where you're like, okay, it's not even cost. It's more marketing. You know, it's like consumers want less. And you're like, what the fuck? Excuse me. I'm providing the best. Okay. And I'm doing it at a discount. I really should be charging triple but I don't even really care. I'm doing this to uh, because as a business owner, 
um, there's a saying or something that business owners are really not business owners. Okay. Uh, whew. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to business verse like money people. I'm going to write that down. Money, uh, business owners. Okay. There's, there's different business owners. Okay. There's, I don't even know the different type of business owners. I'm making this up right now. This is just chairman man talking because I'm trying to get these episodes done within about 30 minutes. Um, why, why, so why should I create three, four different half hour segments when I could just create one hour and a half segment, but maybe it'd be easier on my brain because honestly, I'm not looking shit up right now. I'm really just talking, but all right, business owners. So you got business owners who just know that they're business owners. They're just like, yeah, you know, that's just what we do as a family. Um, we open up a business. Um, that's just family uh, oriented uh, business owners. Um, then you got, I would say, like problem solvers. Uh, these are people uh, who open up businesses because they are, they they want to solve a problem. You know, they're like, oh man, there's there's too much. Uh, let's take let's take a Mark Cuban or Jeff Bezos or whatever, and um, their pharmaceutical run. Um, let me see. I'm gonna type that in real quick. Mark uh, Cuban. Uh, oh, it, it just came up. Mark Cuban Pharmacy. Uh, it just popped up. Um, I'm not sure if this is it. Is it cost plus drugs? Uh, every okay, right here front page is this? Yeah, cost plus tr- cost plus drugs dot com. Mark Cuban quote. Uh, I don't even know if this is really him saying it, but uh, it's on the website. Everyone should have safe, affordable medicines with transparent prices. Okay, so he saw um, he saw a problem, you know. Um, mm, there's a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, he saw a problem, um, and he wanted to solve it. Uh, something that came up in my head are the um, the four business owners, and I, I'm not kidding. There are uh, there's like uh, let me see, um, not organization types. We went over that uh, sole proprietorship, general partnership, uh, S corps, uh, corporations, um, or uh, S corps and was it LLCs or something? We went over that earlier. Uh, but what I mean is. Um, Oh, goodness. Uh, the four business owner types, not the ones I'm talking about, uh, where I talk about the family oriented person, the problem solver. Uh, but there's also like another one. Uh, there's like the um, self-employed um, where they're a business owner, but their business is really their practice. Uh, uh, there's a few of them. Then there's like the business owner. Uh, goodness, I had to look it up. But it's like four of those as well. Um, so you got the family-oriented person who's like, yeah, my family, we're just business owners. Whether it's uh, they just take over the family business or whether their community is just a community where uh, they all invest into each other. And their child has a bar on their 16th birthday. Instead of, you know, how some people get a, a, a sweet 16 car, uh, they get a sweet 16 business. You know, just more so that. Uh, that's the family-oriented business owner, the problem solver, uh, the problem solver who uh, 
um, sees a problem and uh, knew that they could uh, uh, squeeze in, um, get in where they fit in, and uh, solve a problem. They're still not what I would. I wouldn't really consider them business owners. They, but that's a business owner. Business owner is really somebody who solves problems. That's the true business owner. Uh, the family person, I really wouldn't consider them a true business owner. Well, no, that's true business ownership. So those are true business ownerships. Uh, then you have, I would consider um, your business owner, uh, your profit maker. Um, their um, their money. I, I would say they 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 see a problem. They see. I would consider. I would consider them opportunists, not in the negative sense, nothing like that. They see an opportunity. So, so there's a lot of people out here who are like professionals. You know, what I'm saying um, they're. Uh, so I would say that's that might be my other business owner type, professional. Um, I gotta see that. I gotta. I gotta see if that's true or not. But uh, damn, I've been talking for about ten minutes. Um. So yeah, family. I would say yeah. Pros. They've been doing this. They could do business with their eyes closed. They got a community behind them as well. If they fail. They support each other. Get each other back up. Uh, problem solvers. Um, they're gonna be real business owners because they're always gonna be seeing a problem that needs to be resolved. Uh, I would say more so your um opportunist uh business owner um is a problem solver but also a money person uh they more so see the opportunity they would not be doing anything if they did not see this opportunity problem solvers their help that that needs to help they're going to always find a problem uh uh genuinely as well um opportunity people don't I would say don't really do much, kind of just sit around uh, as they're taking a walk. They see the opportunity. Um, I would say and then there's the um, the I would say possibly I'm going to call this. I could be incorrect about this. Just saying it right now. The professional business person. This person is a person who knew that they wanted to be a business owner since they were young. There may not be any business owners and their family, uh, but they just knew that they felt that they could do better as a business owner. They're basically, uh, they're they're basically an employee of themselves. Uh, they they're just they're professional business owners. Those are entrepreneurs. Those are the people who are going to sit around, spin around in their chair, saying, "Okay, what am I missing? What am I looking at? And how can I solve this?" And how can I build a business off of this? They pretty much know they're not going to go back to work for anybody. They know that. Um, but um, the four, uh, or is it, or is it four types of? Uh, what is it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna type this in. Uh, now, business owner. Is looking for these people, I believe. Employee uh, or self-employed. No, what is this? Self-employed. Uh, okay, I think I found it. Uh, see, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, 
this is just some random website. Um, what website is this? Give me just one second. Uh, Steve Biz blog. Um, what does he call this? The four quadrants. Cash cash flow quadrants. Okay. Okay. So this was not what I'm thinking about. Okay. Um, yeah, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I'll go over it real quick and then we'll take a quick break. Uh, cause we still haven't really gotten into what's pissing me off. Um, we talked about, I'm a quality person. Some people may disagree, but if I had a business, I feel like it would be quality. And I can understand if you say, well, what about this podcast? It's literally barf. I mean, it's terrible. Um, well, it, you know, um, I'm starting out, I'm talking on my phone. I'm, I'm, I'm holding up my phone, uh, with a, a, a Listerine bottle, um, I have my laptop here, a pencil and a pad. Um, uh, yeah, like, uh, just give me a second and this will be high quality. For for example, I'm thinking about spending $9.99 for three months on uh, Spotify to see if they will allow me to play full songs. And they said they'll give me a deal. Uh, and I think the last day is today for me to do it, but I'm like, I can't guarantee that. So are you saying in my episodes, um, these aren't episodes, these are just conversations and they're conversations, but just me, this is my therapy. Um, you like, cause I don't want to, uh, pay the nine ninety nine, and then, uh, they're still just snippets. And if, yeah, if I got paid ninety nine ninety nine for these three months, uh, and then after that, I think it's ninety nine ninety nine a month. Uh, um, all right. If, if, if it gives my, uh, consumers, um, uh, full songs. Yeah. That would make me happy instead of these little snippets. You know what I'm saying? I'm not understanding that. Like what's up with that? Um, oh, what I was going to go over real quick, these four cash flow quadrants. Uh, this is not what I meant, what I was talking about when I was talking about business people. Uh, but this is another, uh, four, um, so the way cash flows, this is by Stephen Emick, uh, November 4th, 2022, uh, cash flow quadrants, why it's so important to understand. So employees, you have a job. Okay. Uh, and not knocking the employees. Uh, I, I think, empl- you know, sh- I think I will always have a job, some type of job, um, you know, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of people, I think not, uh, business owners, uh, I think a lot of people that go into business, knock employees. And, um, I think that's kind of messed up. That's just me being personal. Let me get back to the topic, uh, business ownership. You own a system. Okay. That's how he refers to it. Okay. Self-employed. You own a job. Okay. That's kind of what I was talking about with, um, you want to know what the kind of business person you are. Okay. So again, going to quality, um, there's four different types of businesses. Uh, I, I would say these are the business business owner types, but you also got to figure out who you are because, um, I would say, um, the family oriented person and the problem solver could very easily find themselves as a self-employed individual. People got bad teeth. I open up a practice. People need uh, 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 um, a lawyer. Um, 
but you know who can afford a good lawyer uh, and then you can find yourself as a business owner. That's what I was trying to get to. But this is something different. The cash flow quadrant is something different. Uh, so, but I was saying that you got to figure out who you are. All right. And then also the investor. Money works for you. Okay. And I would say those are more uh, uh, money business owners, opportunists, I would say, not in a negative kind of uh, connotation. I mean, if you're an opportunist, uh, fantastic. You 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 see problems. Uh, you solve them, but also you uh, you do it for a price. And people say that all the time. Do it for a price. Whatever you would do for for free, get paid for it. Um, uh, but okay. So we went over that. What I'm still trying to get to is, um, what really bothers me uh, between the employer. Uh, the business owner, the self-employed individual, um, and the employee—not uh, the employee, the uh, the consumer, the consumer. So, not every business owner, not every, um, I would say, self-employed business owner. Both business owners, different business owners, are just like, uh, I can't see myself not working for anybody. My family's been doing this. What? Blah 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 blah. I'm just gonna be. Doing some bullshit. All right, let me take a quick break, uh, and we'll be right back. This is Chairman House of Barf. All right, all right. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to come back. Chill with your man, Chairman at the House of Barf. And on Twitter, controlling that platform as he does. Elon Musk is going to have a live interview on CNBC tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You know, some people might want to make the comparison, for example, with Steve Jobs uh, in some way. But uh, he's a unique character. There's no doubt about it. Uh, meantime, uh, the AI element, I think, is going to be interesting. You mentioned the Sam Altman hearing. All right. Uh, so, went on, rambled on about business, finance, um, um, the different uh, types of um, business owners, the cycles of business, uh, when even... Even went into the uh, the four quadrants of cash flow, which was uh, that's for another topic. Um, even my speculation on um, four different person, I would say personality uh, business types, uh, family oriented person who also could be a professional. Uh, you know, if they just start opening business, business. Um, uh, yeah, uh, the problem solver, um, uh, let's just say, for example, I would say like Mark Cuban, uh, who's a fantastic, uh, business owner, uh, definitely a professional business owner. However, uh, he, um, uh, like I would say with this pharmacy, uh, he discovered an, uh, a problem, uh, uh, you know, uh, medication prices that were not transparent uh now that is a topic for another day i'll definitely write that down uh the pharmacy prices uh and again just uh maybe how that affects the economy the uh redheaded stepchild of uh house of barf uh uh but um uh the thing that really pisses me off when this business owner uh decides that they're going to go ahead and open up a business solve a problem and they're going to start providing high quality goods uh high quality service at affordable price i can almost guarantee at some point and this is not for the uh, individuals who have i would say 
uh, a finance uh, issue. And the finance issue doesn't mean like a small mom and pop shop. Uh, I'm sure at some points, Versace or Goldman Goldman Sachs or uh, uh, J.P. Morgan uh, have financial issues as well. Uh, just more so, let's say money's not the issue, but um, that's why I wanted to pull up the uh, consumer uh, behaviors because it, it's 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 very intriguing to me. I do not understand um, consumers, I, I, except myself. I understand myself, but I am also a person who will look at something two times before I buy it. Um, I'll look at it. I'll say, hmm, I'll be back tomorrow. Or, uh, you know, I'm going to take a walk, uh, a walk around the mall. And uh, if I walk past again and I want to buy it, I'll buy it. Uh, so I'm looking for the highest quality, uh, fastest service, best service, quality um, f- for my buck. You know, of course, I'm not going to be able to afford what other people can afford. But for my buck, um, what's the highest quality I can get? Uh, Now, quality in business um, is something that we'd have to look up. Um, uh, Let's look at a real quick. uh, What is quality in business? Uh, Five definitions of quality. This is. MIT uh, dot edu. Uh, what are five definitions of quality in business? Five major approaches to the definition of quality can be identified as one, the transcendent approach of philosophy, two, the product based approach of economics, three, the user based approach of economics, marketing and operations management, four, the manufacturing based and Five value-based approaches of operations. Okay. Was not expecting that. But we'll have... I'm going to write that down. Uh, Quality and business. We're going to have to break that one down. Let's look up another... uh, Let's see if we can find a uh, different... uh, A different definition. Uh, But... Essentially, um, let me go back to that definition. Okay, the transcendent approach of a philosophy. Let me see if I can just pull this up real quick. Uh, oh, man. Can you read this? Uh, oh, what was this? Oh, no, this, that wasn't even. That was Sloan's uh, review.mit. Okay, I'm sorry about that. That that was. Let me look up something else. Uh, let's just go to smallbusiness.cron.com. Uh, Why is quality important for business? Um, reputation, uh, satisfied customers. Um, these are reasons why you want to have quality. Uh, but I, I want to look up, uh, what is, um, quality in business? How's that measured and whatnot? Uh, because the other one, of course, uh, would be quantity. Uh, but for example, in business, uh, something that's very frustrating to me is 
these business owners who do work very hard at providing a great product, I mean, packaging, research, development, uh, marketing, um, I mean, checked off all the boxes, provided it to the customers, and then the customers are just assholes. Just, I'm sorry. And that's why I wanted to go to consumer behavior. That's because uh, I just I just didn't want to lose my cool. Um, just, I mean, when you provide quality, you have so many options. Just for one thing, options, mad options. You have mad options. When you go towards quantity, you know, uh, I heard somebody say or something. You can only fit, you know, uh, a percentage of one in a jar at a time. And uh, I don't know. They put like, uh, they filled the, the jar up with like juice or something. And no, I don't even think they did that much. I think they said, okay, just imagine that this jar is full of air. And then they start pulling like water into the, uh, into the um, jar. And then it was like, so how much water is left? And it's like uh, three fourths. How much water is left now? I mean, uh, air is left now. Fifty uh, percent. How much let what air is left now? It's like zero percent. It's like yeah, that's just that's all you can do. You can only percent of one. You know, um, as something uh, goes, you know, something has to give or something like that. So you want. You know, quantity. And it's nothing, I'm not trying to compare it, but this is what pisses me off is you could have quantity because that's another thing about quality is, you know, it's, it's not it's not so much more of the money, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if, if the people want more, you know, I can go get more. You know what I'm saying? I can produce more. I can, I can hire more people to provide, you know, service. I can do more. But it's not that. These consumers don't know what they want. And you're like, what? Um, okay, we're going to look up uh, uh, consumer buying power. Uh, but also, real quick, I just want to go over. Does the consumer, I'm going to type it in real quick. Does the consumer know what they want? Yes, uh, this is bellheimpartners.com. Um, not does the company know what the consumer wants? I get that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, sometimes, yeah, but the consumer, this is what bothers me. Um, yeah, consumers always know what they want. Consumers always know what they want. Looks like, yes, that's a pretty standard, uh, consumers know what they want. Uh, let me go to consumer behavior. Uh, da, 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 da. um, you know, when I like to look up these articles, I like to look up old ones. Uh, let me see this consumer buying behavior and financial services. I don't know if that's what I want, but let's look that up real quick. Oh, it's already been 10 minutes already. All right. Let me look at this up real quick. Um, consumer buying behavior and financial services. Uh, who is this by Sally McKinney? Um, but this isn't financial services. Let's see if we can make them parallel. 
abstract, uh, examines existing models of buying behavior, evaluates their relevance to financial services in the light of the specific characteristics of the sector and its products, reviews empirical work related to both personal and corporate buying behavior, and suggests the IMP framework as a basis for future conceptual work because of its emphasis on the relationships and interactions of buying process. Okay. All right. Oh, damn it. They didn't even let me. Oh, shit. They didn't even let me get nothing. Uh, they just let me get the abstract. Uh, I want to look at consumers buying behavior. Definitely real quick. But I want to ask my question. Uh, and I'm going to do this on Google Scholar. Because, uh, again, I'm not trying to uh, uh, offend anybody or anything. Uh, do. Because, in my opinion, I'm sorry to say it. Uh, I'm a little biased to this, uh, being, uh, a street entrepreneur, uh, in, I'm, I'm not right now, not anymore. I guess uh, this podcast isn't registered. I got to get this registered. Uh, but, um, uh, I'm a little biased to this. And in my personal opinion, uh, I would say, uh, do consumers know what? they want okay so i've been talking for about 12 minutes let me take a quick break uh, this is chairman house of barf all right all right thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to come back kick it with your man chairman and the house of barf all right so i just a couple more questions that i have in business uh because my speculation consumers do not know what they want the the business could possibly not know what the consumer wants, but my personal opinion, uh, I would say consumers don't know what they want. They don't even know what they're getting. They are not understanding their experience and they're just complete and they just suck the life out of business. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, do consumers know what they want? Uh, this is an article. Uh, let me see. Oh gosh. Did they just give me the abstract again? Oh man, come on. Okay, let me see if I can download. Oh. Give it to me. Uh oh, they're not even gonna give it to me. Uh all right, let me see. Let me see if I can find another article. Uh what do consumers know about familiar products? Um uh Okay, so I can't find anything about do consumers know what they want. And when I asked Google, just regular Google, it was like, yeah, they know what they want. Um, damn it. I'm just trying to see. Because do consumers know what they want? Let me see if I can find another one on PDF. Okay, all right, bet. All right, here we go. Just a quick read of the abstract. Uh, what is this? Do consumers know what they want? This is by Hernan Requelmi. Uh, a lecturer at the Graduate School of Management at La Trobe University, Victoria, Australia. All right. And I don't know what year this is. Let me see. This is from 2001. All right. This is about to get boring like shit. Um, brace yourself. Uh, let's see if we can get into this real quick. Abstract. Predicting one's own decision-making policies and evidently a useful evidently a useful skill okay this is what i'm talking about 
decision making when it comes to business. Uh, real quick, um, let's take a look at the market. Uh, S&P is uh, down about, yeah, Dow, Dow's down, Nasdaq's down. It's about uh, 9.20 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wasn't sure if I was reading that correctly, but it looks like the Dow was down about 100 points. Uh, it looked like the Nasdaq was down about 100 points, and I think the S&P was down about 11 points. Um, wasn't sure if I was reading that correctly. Uh, but, yes, yeah, about 9.20 uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, let's let's uh, let, let's take a quick break. Uh, and uh, it, it, I would say if, uh, if you don't want to enter to this land of boring shit, uh, and, again, uh, these episodes really should only be about 30 minutes. Uh, but, yeah, I'm that uh, grandpa that uh, prays too long, I guess, when it comes to business. I told you, listen, business owners, man, we don't got nowhere to go. I'm not a business owner, but, man, we don't got nowhere to go because we're, we're tight. Stop talking about business. Stop talking about money. Stop talking about all you're talking about is money. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about financial literacy. Uh, what's that about? Money. No, it's not. It's about financial literacy. You know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about uh, the, the, the the gold standard from 5,000 years ago, Egyptian his, history or whatever. I don't know. You know, it's like, yeah. So you got to, you get taught to learn how to talk about other things. And that's what I'm just saying. Just trying to bring uh, a play, a safe place to talk about business and finances. Uh, you know, talk about quality. Um, and, and my opinion on do the customers uh, decision making abilities. When it comes to business, it's, it's, it's frustrating. You know, I'm not talking about your crappy business owner. It's like, no, buddy. No. Is this the environment that you're cooking my sandwich in? Absolutely not. I'm talking about that chef that looked for that perfect kitchen, that looked for that perfect location. Um, of course, biggest bang for their buck, quality uh, food. And people come in, no, no. And it's like, oh, my gosh, they don't even know this person. This, they don't even know what this person just went to to provide that, that certain table that you're sitting at. That's fantastic. I don't know what material that table's made out of. Chairs. You know, another thing, business psychology. See, this person, I could see them being a probably family-oriented person and a problem-solver. Um, they want to be able to provide high quality food for the, uh, economy or, or for the, you know, for the consumer, you know what I'm saying? Um, so real quick, we've been talking about five minutes. All right. It's about to get boring after this. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody that started, uh, that took time out of their day to come kick it with your man, Chan man at the house of barf. Uh, for anybody that's ready to enter the uh, level of uh, just uh, uh, boring terrorism, oh my gosh, uh, we're just going to get into the consumer and my hypothesis, which is consumers don't actually know what they want. Their decision-making abilities are just horrible. I mean, you go to McDonald's, what, really, what are you getting? You're getting a burger. You're getting a French fry. You're getting a milkshake. I don't care how you cook it up. You want the onions on the bottom. You want the tomato on the bottom. You want the tomato on the top. You want the cheese on two stacks of meat. 
you you want your french fries dipped in vegetable oil instead of beef oil you want your milkshake thick you want your milkshake a little milky yeah, look i don't care you know what i'm saying you want your pants cut uh slim you want them cut regular just look either way you you cut it all right it's burger french fry milkshake it's a taco it's a burrito it's a, which way do you ever want to cut it? You know, uh, it's regular cut jeans. It's a t-shirt, you know? Um, and it's tough to stay in business when you want to provide high quality. So what do you do? You're forced. You're forced. You're pushed into providing these consumers with literal lower quality goods and services to stay in business. Now, that person, I would say, is now becoming probably more so a professional business owner. Uh, and more so, I would say, now we're entering opportunity and family-oriented and problem solver. You know, they got to they gotta, they gotta do all this. Because it's, it's like, I, I, could we use the, uh, the boxes with the hardwood? You know what I'm saying? Uh, and again, let's take money out of it. Let's take money out of it. They say the person can afford the harder boxes that don't flimsy or the harder bags that fold and uh, can uh, also hold a dove. They can put a dove in there and it provides enough air circulation. Uh, and, and when the person opens the bag, the dove flies out and it's no biggie. It's no biggie. And you're doing it for a lower price or, or a market price. You know, you're staying at market price. And... And people just don't want it. They say, no, no, I want less. I want less. I want, this is, this, what is this bullshit? I asked for this. You gave me this. I asked for, you know, you, you're giving them, you know, I don't know what. Let's say, you know, trapping. Trap here, real quick. We're, you know, we're, we're about to hop into the boringness. We're going to hop into the trap a little bit. You know, again, I don't know nothing about the trap, but I'm trying to talk to my trap stars. I, I'll tell you. You know, I stick to myself, but I've talked to a few people and we're going to get into the boringness and we're going to get into the trap stars. OK, thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to kick it with your man, Chan Man. This episode is going on way too long, but thank you so much. And uh, I'll be right back. House of Barf. Hey, yo, what's good? This is your man, Chan Man. Thanks for uh, coming back to the House of Barf. All right. So. Got my Bev. Um. Uh, it's Kirkland's orange juice and um, got me a little breakfast. Uh, so parfait joint. Since it's just yogurt. Um, okay. So again, I say I do this for my for my youngins, not my youngins, but anybody who really wants to. But I want to relate to, you know, to to a certain segment. Uh, in the market. But, okay. So, for example, to my trap stars. Let's say, for example, um, you've gotten tired of, say, for example, the violence in the trap game. What's the point? Why can't we all just, to a certain extent, the, you know, uh, the military, National Guard, police, um, gangs, Whatever, uh, organi- 
criminal organizations have to know to a certain extent that um, uh, chemical uh, substances and dependency is going to be a part of society to an extent. No matter where you go in the world, somebody's smoking something, eating something, <laughs> jaguars. It's a good bite of the parfait. All right. Jaguars supposedly even eat mushrooms or something. Um, I mean, that's the most natural you can get. Dolphins supposedly uh, poke around a, a blowfish because blowfish give off toxins when they're scared. You know, defense mechanism and that toxin that a blowfish gives off uh, gets the dolphins high, a little smack. So, so you say to yourself as a as an up and coming trap star. Not and I'm not encouraging this at all. Uh, matter of fact, I I, I unencourage it. Say you know, take a different angle. Um, I mean, Tim Cook, um, all these individuals, um, are making way more than trap stars. Um. Um, you know, uh, and, 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 you know, they're, they're taking different angles. Uh, you can, you can make yourself, uh, a, a lot more money and you could do a lot better for yourself, um, going down. And I, and I know there's the, uh, um, the poppy chulos out there who are, uh, doing doing better than a bunch of other people or or um you know um well, let's say you're up and coming trap star and um you want to solve a problem you want to solve the transparency and um violence in trapping you want to become essentially a uh, pharma- pharmaceutical salesman uh, that doesn't have a license. Um, money is not your big concern because um, uh, let's just make this up. Um, your your father owns a construction company, and um, he he smokes weed, and he gets his weed by the garbage bag. I mean, literally, you could take out a handful and. I mean, that's just his smoking stash, you know. Um, you could take a handful out of, of, of ganja and, I mean, you could give it, you know, away. But smoke it, give it away, whatever. And your pop wouldn't even really notice. I mean, that's that, that's how much weed you're smoking. So um, you decide, okay, I'm going to become a trap star. And and what I'm talking about is the uh, the consumer decision-making. I'm still going into my hypothesis of the consumer decision-making. And we're still going to look at this uh, article by Hernan uh, Raquel. Um, but what I'm saying is when I talk about the business owners who buy the expensive table, not even the expensive tables, again, it's biggest bang for your buck. Uh, but, um, but money's not the issue. Okay. It's not that we have to get the cheaper bags and the cheaper boxes because uh, we're running out of money. Uh, you're like, no, no money's not an issue. Uh, 
if just for a hypothesis, I mean, um, give me one moment. Okay, no, I was just um, listening to something. Um, and uh, the consumer decision-making. So I was trying to talk about retail and food, the food industry, and you know, seeing how it could relate. But again, I'm trying to do this uh, for my trash So um, you basically just say, okay, I'm going to um, do this a different way. And um, you go around... And you, you, you find, let's say valves, right? You see, everybody got baggies, everybody got baggies and whatnot, or uh, they're, they're ripping off the, the plastic bag on a, uh, on a grocery bag, or, you know, they're just grabbing whatever they can. And you decide to yourself, you, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get valves. Okay. Or I'm gonna get vacuum seal, or I'm, I'm gonna step this up. Uh, uh, you're, you're going to give them their amount, um, for example, uh, let's say you're going to sell an ounce. Uh, you don't sell them an ounce. You sell them. Uh, you don't sell them uh, 28 grams. You sell them 28, you know, five or something, 28.3 or something. You know, you give them what they're worth. Uh, you vacuum seal it, um, or you put it in a in a in a valve. Um, you know, you may even uh, label it. Uh, which these things can get you in tremendous trouble, tremendous amount of trouble. Um, but again, uh, this is for educational purposes. Um, and you start distributing. You're in the field. You're outside. Um, and for some reason, you're getting your ass kicked every day. Compared to these other guys, they got the baggies, they're ripping things off. Um, they're violent, uh, they're, they're late, they're never on time, uh, they might be on time, but it, you know, you're getting skimped, uh, on, on, on the weight, terrible experience, but they stay in business. Money is always an issue that, so that's why they're ripping off garbage bags from, you know, they took all their grandma's, uh, plastic grocery bags that she uses. For trash cans and whatnot, and they said, "You using these?" And she like, eh, "Don't touch my plastic bags." And then they grab a fistful of them. Now they're just ripping them off uh, and 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 um, using them as baggies. Uh, the the quality uh, is down uh, is down tremendously because um, they couldn't get the pat. They couldn't get the get the loud pat. You know what I'm saying? So they had had to get the the you know the regular. You know what I'm saying? No exotic, and um, and 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 they're just booming, booming. They don't provide anything. You can use the valve for something else after after you uh, take whatever out of it. You could take the valve and put oil in it. You can do whatever you want. A seasonings, use it for a seasoning joint. Do whatever you want. You would you you're not even violent. You're humble and quiet. You're trying to provide a product and a service. High quality shit. And 
um, you know, it's efficient. You're on time. Um, you run your shit almost like a business, except it's not a business. It's a trap. Um, and you realize to yourself, you don't even have a drought. Remember, you're getting this by a garbage bag. Drought. Drought may just smoke it a little bit more or something. You know, oh man, I heard everybody was out, man. Roll up. Or whatever. Drought, drought's not an issue. Okay. Um and you realize that you almost have to turn into the gun carrying um dress a certain way, carry yourself a certain way, uh, individual in order to stay in business. So that's why I'm kind of going into, um, what is it that the consumer do consumers know what they want? Cause again, wouldn't you rather pay the same price? You know, if, I mean, you're getting more like, for example, let's say um, it's a gram or a a, a 3.5 grams. You may just say, hey, I'm throwing in extra point threes. I'm throwing in extra point twos. People coming back, man, this don't even look right. You're like, what? That don't even make no sense. Um, Compared to such and such, they're I've. You know, as a business owner, you went over to the competition. You 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 bought a couple baggies. You realized all the bags were skimp 03 percent, not point three percent, but point three uh, grams. Every bag, one bag may have been skimp point four. And you say, how do people? How do people not get this? I'm putting in extra point three. They're put. They're taking point three out, and people they got baggies. Uh, the 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 stuff is all shaking inside. Uh, you know, you lose half of it to the bag. Um, mine's in a valve. Uh, you know, uh, you know, it even has a label. It's kind of cute. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just don't get people. So that's why I'm going into this boring topic of do consumers know what they want? My hypothesis is no, but Google was like, yeah, consumers always know what they want. So now I'm going to a Google Scholar uh, article, uh, do consumers know what they want by Hernan uh, Raquel, uh, and this was from 2001. Uh, so again, I'm going to take a quick little break. Um, Chairman House of Barf, uh, after this, we should be getting ready to wrap it up. All right, yo. All right, all right. Let's get this wrapped up. Okay, so looking at this abstract, predicting one's own decision-making policies is evidently a useful skill. How good are consumers at it? In spite of its importance, the question has not been much studied directly, although hints can be found in several parts of the literature. This article describes an experiment that identifies how much knowledge consumers have about an important purchase, a mobile phone. Uh, A total of 94 consumers provided ratings of the importance of six attributes and preference for several choices of mobile phone plans that were advertised in the market. 
Consumer self-knowledge was assessed by three methods, comparing the product attribute importance derived from the subject's model with the attribute importance derived from a conjoint analysis model, a comparison of predicted judgments generated by the subject's model and uh, with their holistic judgments, and comparison of the actual purchase of a mobile phone with the prediction generated by the subject's model. Results show that consumers have a relatively good uh, predictive power of a product they have chosen. Oh, wow. So I'm absolutely incorrect. Several times. They, yeah. Okay. However, this knowledge is not perfect. Oh, well, then I'm not absolutely incorrect. Uh, the results have important implications for companies that collect information about preference from consumers. So, <clears throat> uh, which I'm completely incorrect. I'm saying that I don't believe that consumers know what they want when they make a good purchase. I say some consumers do, and they come off as, like, aggressive and whatnot, but it's like, yo, they know what they want. Like, that's a good quality customer. Uh, But uh, it sounds like most customers actually know what they want, even the consumers of McDonald's and everything. Um, Again, that's why I'm asking these questions. Uh, That's why I'm doing the research. Uh, I have the time right now. and these are just things I have questions about. And we'll go into more questions uh, and more and more. I mean, depending on how long this show goes on, um, you know, I'm trying to like I'm going to try to um, address questions and, and concerns uh, of mine. Um, I'm going to skim through this article. Um, OK. Ooh, ooh, there's a lot in here. Direct comparison. Okay. Okay, give me just one second, because uh, this article, uh, there's a there's a lot of good information, it looks like. Um, I, I'm just, I'm, I was trying to skim, but it was like, you really can't skim. Uh, let's see what rationally bounded means. Uh, most marketers assume that customers know what they want. Okay, that's what I would say most marketers would assume. Uh, unfortunately, customers may not know as much as the customers think they know. That's what I'm trying to say. Give me one second while I take a little bite of the uh, parfait, you know. Uh. Um, Decision makers are not perfectly rational, but they are rationally bounded. This is a quote from Newell and Simon, 1972. Okay, so I'm going to look at Newell and Simon. That is, it is impossible for decision makers to evaluate all pieces of information available in the environment. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, you know, to an extent, you are kind of like in a line, even when you don't mean to be in a line. Say you go to a store, you're trying to shop. Like, if you're a shopper like me, I can look at something for hours. I mean, seriously, that's why nobody goes shopping with me. That's why I don't go shop. Like, if I was to go shopping, not like, um, you know, like I got a list of groceries or something. I'm talking about if somebody gave me money and was like, hey, I want you to go shopping. Shopping for clothes, a new car, a, a, a mobile device. I'm not a person who, like... Um, 
it's rushed. But if you're standing in a store for two hours looking at a shirt or looking at a couple shirts or an outfit, you know, people are going to start getting suspicious. You know, that's why people do, I would say, a lot socially for myself. Somebody like me who hasn't, uh, not, I've never been diagnosed, but that would start making me anxious. Um, I would leave and just go online. You know, screw this. You know, uh, get me out of here. Okay, so when you don't have the time, for example, even if you're at McDonald's and you want to ask, like, yo, can I get, like, a, a tomato on one of my sandwiches or something? People are behind you like, come on, tomato. You know, you're like, yeah. I doubt a tomato from Burger King has any value. Like, oh, well, I mean, at least, you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm trying. Um, So, okay. Decision makers rely on heuristics, heuristics, to choose the most salient information. Evans, 1990. And therefore are subject to biases in different parts of the inferential process. Fisk and Taylor, 1991. For example, the avail- availability, Tversky's and Kinnaman, 1974, the ease with which instances or associations are brought to mind encourages decision makers to recall salient information from memory. People's biases not only have been provided to inhibit decision making, but they are also likely to impede the decision makers' ability to act to accurately report. On the decision-making process. Okay, wow, that's this. Uh, that was a, a Nisbet and Wilson, nineteen seventy-seven. Hogarth and I'm, I'm gonna start reading the sites. Um, uh, but yeah, I just want to name a few of these sites because uh, it's like okay, all right, cool. Um, so rationally bound. Is one uh, thing. There's there's a lot more in there that I wanted to go over. Um, your self awareness, the influence of money, lack of accuracy. Let's see what lack of accuracy. Um, despite the importance of the evidence in the literature about the lack of accuracy of human judgment and decision making in general, there is also evidence of good predictive predictive ability. Okay, wow. These studies show. That people can make good predictions of their decisions or identify the decisions policy fairly well, especially regarding issues that are familiar, simple, and directly experienced. Experiments conducted to measure the accuracy of the hedonic experiences, such as taste prediction of music and yogurt, seem to corroborate the previous conclusion. Since they bring up yogurt, I know we don't have much time left. Um, I mean, I could go on uh, as long as I want. This is my podcast. But think other things are going on. Um, so, woo! I've been slapped in the head. I learned something new today. Don't disrespect the consumer. The consumer knows what they want. Google said it. Google Scholar said it. Um, the consumers know what they want. Got to give the people.
Give the people what they want. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's that's it for pretty much um, this. If I can, I'll try to squeeze in another episode or two. Um, and I'll try to get them down to about 30 minutes. I'll try. All right. This is Chairman House of Barf.